You're listening to Making Marriage Matter, the unofficial podcast for helping you navigate bumps, humps, and everyday lumps in your marriage. We're your hosts, Ashley and Rob Wallace. We're a military family sharing with you biblical truths, intimacy advice, and unfiltered experiences. Buckle up, hold on to your butts. It's about to get weird. Welcome back yet again. I think we really missed an opportunity to do the sex talk, and we should have had it on episode six, which this is episode six. I don't know. That just makes me kind of laugh. <laughs> okay. Episode six is about sex, but no. Episode six is about communication, and uh, we're going we're gonna to jump right into that shortly, but first, let me remind you, go on to the Instagrams, the Instaflix, whatever you want to call it and find Making Marriage Matter podcast. And there is a link in there in our bio for you to jump on that email list. Send out a little encouragement, a little bit of a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, salt salt and peppers here. <laughs> and the next the freebie that is coming out this coming up one is going to be the March Madness um, bingo challenge, kind of a fun date night thing for you and your spouse to do together. Rob came up with a lot of them, so you know they're going to be hilarious. Oh, don't tell them that, because if it's bad, then I don't want them to know. You want them to think I want them to it. think you did it, for sure. <laughs> All right, so with communication, this is a huge one, and I feel like we could do, I mean, 50 million episodes on communication, because that is the forefront of anyone's marriage is how well they communicate. But Rob and I kind of decided to give you like suggestions. Suggestions are our three Parameters. our three top tips of <laughs> just the tip. Every time. <laughs> just the tips. Okay. So for us, the first thing is we know each other. And so we know that I am someone that wants to talk things out immediately, even if my feelings are not where they need to be or if my anger levels don't need to be. And you are one that stonewalls and becomes silent. And so for us, one of the things that has helped us most in marriage is setting a time and a place. Time and a place. Person, um, place, and noun. And nouns are things and people right isn't that how that works where are you going with i don't know well i was just saying we're we're setting up a time and place and we're the people so what does that mean that means if you are like myself congratulations first off um and then secondly that means when you do stonewall um whether it's your defense mechanism or whether it is you trying to hold back your tongue and not just spew venom, for lack of a better term, um, towards your spouse. What you have to do is pick a time and a place, meaning, okay, I can't talk about it right now, but in give me give me an hour, give me two hours, and, and let me kind of ruminate on on everything and figure out what I really want to say because right now it's going to come across as just anger and I'm, I'm going to be out to hurt you versus not doing that. Um, and in a place being like a safe place that isn't 
in front of the kids necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, is it in front of people? Good Lord, do not do that in front of that. That is so uncomfortable for everyone involved. And not doing it somewhere that's kind of like y'all's spot, your sacred little area. Yeah. So for us, that's our bedroom, just because that's left for intimacy, and it's kind of like our sacred place. And so, yes, we do have conversations, but if it's a bad enough conflict, we don't, because we don't want, I don't know, this. I mean, you just don't want the, the like, negative vibes. Yeah. So we stay away from it for that. And so that's kind of like, when you know that you're in the heat of the moment, him giving me a time and a place this is when we'll talk. It settles my nerves and I don't question things. Um, I stem from abandonment issues. And so in our marriage, we learned that if he stonewalled and he didn't communicate with me, that was immediately where my mind went. And whether you were doing it as a defense mechanism or whether you were doing it to get at me that's just kind of like what you grew up with is you just don't talk about things and so that's how we work through that little bit of communication and then another tool that has really helped us in our marriage um, we actually learned this from our marriage mentors but it's called reflective listening and what that means is for instance Rob could say something that I really saw as not saw heard as probably saw too <laughs> as you were being like really mean to me or something and you you genuinely weren't and so it gives you the option for like if I saw that he got mad and then I looked at him and said hey babe what I'm hearing is that you're mad because I disappointed you and I didn't do xyz and then it gives Rob the ability to say yes that's correct or, no, honey, that's not what I meant by that. This is actually what I meant by that. And sometimes it's really difficult to say it where they're going to hear it the way that you're intending it to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why the reflective listening portion. And it's just like regurgitating what you just heard and what your understanding of it is so you can get clarification and, you know, kind of double check that you're understanding what they're actually saying. So. Yeah. And it also allows you, like, for instance, when you do the time and the place and you talk about those things, sometimes there is going to be time where I don't want to take these words because these were actually your words, but you said disconnect to reconnect. Um, oh, shoot, I did say that, didn't you I? You did. And I was really impressed. Um, sometimes you do need to separate and you do need to calm down and you do need to pray. Um, or you do need to go and punch a bag or something you know to get not your spouse yeah yeah i said bag a bag not a hag so i'm not saying that your spouse is a hag um but you just need that moment to get rid of all of the just anger or frustration Mm -hmm. or even if even if you're crying that's cool yeah i mean like that's how you can get what (laughs) i do it a lot i thought you said i do i was like no. Not really. So, I mean, the, <laughs> my favorite thing off of uh, off the movie Due Date is when uh, freaking Robert Downey Jr. is saying something to Zach Galifianakis, and Zach Galifianakis turns around and goes, you better check yourself. 
before you wreck yourself. And it's just like the most just over over the top kind of display of, of, of doing that. Um, but I mean, it, I mean, but it's the same thing as, you know, we tell our children, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah. Um, I think constructive criticism, there's never anything wrong with that, but it needs to be in a loving way. Yeah, it needs to be articulated. It, not always how you're, how you would say it to somebody else, but how your spouse is going to receive that. So you yeah. have to pick your words. And so if there is like a super heated moment, we personally do not see anything wrong with how you communicate. So if that needs to be in person, great. If that needs to be through text message because you do have a bunch of kids and you need to talk and you don't really want to talk about them, um, like in front of them. Or talk about them. Great. If you need to write a letter, great. Just communicate in some way. Sometimes when things are super heated and our life is crazy, it's just better for us to communicate through text. And then we come back together and have a resolution where we like do apologize. And we in do person. Ask, yeah, for forgiveness. So Rob and I kind of had a verse that we wanted to share with you guys that we feel like pretty much sums it up in a nutshell that you can use this for communication and be successful. You want to share it with them, babe? I, I <laughs> no, because I, you I, like I'm gonna bump all up in this. Okay, let me get let me get weird. It's gonna get loud. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, here we go. My dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. I'm, I'm, I went to public school, so don't make fun of me for my reading. But <laughs> I, I, there was something that, like just that right there is, is applicable for adults and everyone in general. But mm-hmm. it's also applicable to children because mm-hmm. I used it the other day. I said, did God give you – or I said, do, do you have – or I said, how many uh, ears do you have? And they were like, two. And I said, well, how many mouths do you have? And they said, one. I said, okay, so you have twice as many ears as you do mouths. And that means you should listen more than you talk. Mm-hmm. So if you're not listening, then you can't try to understand what somebody is saying to you, especially if it's in a you know heartfelt, kind way. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, that's really hard for a lot of women. Um, Preach! I'm sorry. <laughs> you totally just made me lose my train of thought. It is hard for a lot of women to to listen versus talking. Yeah. Um, when because when I say something, I've thought about it prior to, mm-hmm. and when you're speaking to me, I am listening, but I'm not going. Well, that one word, he <laughs> meant this or she meant that. Or finishing and then your sentences I can't, for you. Yeah, and, and it can sometimes it can be the complete opposite of what mm-hmm. I'm actually saying. Yeah, it happens so much, absolutely. Um, and so those are just kind of things that when you do the reflective listening, sometimes in that you need to check your ego and check your pride. You can have failures in communication with your spouse when you're being extremely prideful or you're letting your ego take place. Um, From 
all of the couples that we have talked to and just ourselves, a lot of times pride coincides with men um, because they, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know how to explain this, babe. So the way that my brain kind of understands that is I'm very competitive and I like sports. Not all guys do. That's fine. But in my head, when I, when that ego kind of creeps up and I'm not really listening, but I'm, I'm sitting there, I start putting points on the board for her. So in turn, I have to score. So I've got to come in and, and freaking get a jab or, you know, get a, get a dunk or score a touchdown or whatever. Like I've got to put points on the board. So mm-hmm. in my head, I'm, I'm competing against her and not with her. Yeah. And I mean, I am just as competitive, our poor children, mm. <laughs> but I'm not saying that women don't deal with the pride thing, but ours is just more in our feelings and not knowing what we feel. And so swallowing your pride, you can read it literally all through scripture where it's like, if you are a prideful person or if you're an angry person, you, if you're going to fail, um, I mean, it talks about it in like the fruits of the spirit of not to be a prideful person. And one of the other things is in Proverbs 15, four, it says that the tongue, um, that heals is the tree of life, but the devious tongue brings or breaks the spirit. And so that just shows if you were going to tear apart your spouse, with your mouth and your words, you're going to fail. I mean, you're kind of whatever bridge that you have made in between you to, to become more connected, you're kind of taking pieces of that bridge away. And at some point, that bridge is going to collapse. And yeah. that's because you've been given into what makes you feel better mm-hmm. because you're not checking your ego. Yeah. And guys, this is something that we are even still a work in progress with. Um, Come on. We do not always get it right. Sometimes our pride does take over. um, And our communication skills are not all of that great, especially if we have had a really hard week. But we just acknowledge that, okay, the enemy is trying to attack our marriage right now. And he's not allowed in our house. He's not allowed in our marriage. He's not allowed to take over those things. And so I feel like if you're going through a really hard season, acknowledging that you're not against each other and that the enemy wants you to fail gives you the power that God gives you to get through it. Yeah, because we we have been bestowed that power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. So those were our little tidbits about communication and how we kind of set boundaries for our arguments. Um, You don't have to do this. This is just something that has worked for us because you do see where one of the spouses is the stonewalling one that shuts down, whether it's male or female, and then one that like wants to over communicate. And so to balance that out, these are the ways that we do it. We hope it's helpful. We're definitely going to be talking about communication more and coming episodes with a little bit different topics, but these were the things that kind of stuck out to us most and what you guys ask questions for. Yeah. And like, not only that, but we, you know, it's stuff that we have gone through or going through or going to 
continue to go through and we we this is more of a reminder to ourselves not only to to try yeah. to help out anybody else yep 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 so thank you so much for listening to episode six we love spending this time with you guys we also love your feedback um and we love talking to you through instagram and sharing all of the reels and fun and so if you have not gone and follow us it is just at making marriage matter podcast um and you can also join our email list i know he said that but we're just super proud of it and the time that we have put into into it and the prayer and the things that god has put on our heart that we need to share with you guys with you guys i cannot with y'all speak with y'all with y'all and don't don't forget uh, i really i need i need y'all to not forget this five star review <laughs> i was like what is he gonna say keep that keep that coming subscribe all them all them things it means a lot to us and we love reading your comments on um the ra- do you call them ratings we're so unlegit what you know like where they do the fives it's a review that's what it's called <laughs> the reviews <laughs> But you can also rate it if you want. Oh, dear God. She did it. She doesn't know how to do the did it. So every time she does it, it's a shotgun. It's y'all enjoy that. I hope that that makes you laugh the rest of the the rest of the week. Uh, Hey, and don't forget, go get weird.